welcome to episode 12, the season finale of Shit Gets, Gets Real. Real. I'm Tony Hedstrom. I'm Selena Stam. Tony and I are on this thing right now. Actually, a lot of them, our team members are where we're trying to just get healthier, right? So why are we not so healthy? Well, because we have not taken very good care of our bodies. Yeah. So Tony had this great idea, and she's like, hey, it really can equate to owning a home ownership, owning a home. Yes. Maintenance, self-care. If you don't do it, you will decline. Yeah. You will implode. <laughs> so you can kind of think of your house as a body. So the foundation are the feet, the roof is the head, mm-hmm. right? And you have all the guts inside. Mm-hmm. So you have your electrical, your plumbing, and all of those things. That's right. And, you know, as life goes on, every day happens, you don't really pay attention to those things. You don't really pay attention to something in your house until it actually breaks. And that's kind of what we realized we were doing with our own bodies. You know, without taking care of yourself and putting yourself behind everything else, it'll eventually catch up to you. You know, same thing goes for a house. If It's going to cost you more money and it's going to be more detrimental in a lot of ways if you don't maintain a healthy house and a healthy life. Which is funny because do you remember when we first started this podcast how we always had our alcohol drink of the... Yeah, we can now, now it's green water. I sure do miss that peanut butter whiskey, don't Yeah, you? we didn't buy any more after we were out. We were good. So story about Selena and I because I began... My journey down being unhealthy, I think, began in 2014. And that's really right when, when we, we got met. together. Yeah. But for the first year that we were together, I remember and we went to lunch every day and we always had beer or wine or something. We always drank alcohol. Yeah. And I think I, I packed on like 20 pounds in that first year. Now, there's another reason why that I won't even disclose, but... It was about 20 pounds in one year, I remember. It was terrible. And if you remember, we have a a client that... God love him. (laughs) He said we look like pygmies. (laughs) And we were like, oh my gosh, we do. Like, wow, we cannot eat out. And we stopped. Yeah, we did. We We started bringing our lunches Mm -hmm. and we quit drinking alcohol during the day and um, we had less fun. But we were a little bit healthier. But, you know... Work really takes it out of you. You know, in real estate, I think if you own a business at all, unless it's a retail place that maybe is closed a couple days a week, but if you own a business, it's almost like you never really turn it off, you know? Yeah. And you just got to, it's finding that time to take care of your body. Yeah, I mean, it's really hard. So self-care within yourself, self-care of your house, we're all, we all get busy. So for me personally, um, dance, husband's um, things. And then we also want to do family family time and go out and yeah. do stuff. We're a pretty active family. We like to go out. So if we're out, we're not at home taking care of the home. Yeah. And then we're probably not making the best choices food-wise. We try to. Mm-hmm. But, you know, and then you're just run down. And then when you do have a day where you can just kind of chill out, we don't want to work on the house. So it's it's setting aside the time 
Like I just wrote up this maintenance thing for my house. Like certain days are Tuesday or dusting. Certain days are that's cleaning though. Cleaning. That's just cleaning. <laughs> no. <laughs> But I guess that could be considered. But it is because yeah. when you clean your house, you pay attention to it more. That's true. So as you're paying, cleaning your house, you're paying attention to, oh, there's some ants right here. Oh, look, I noticed that the caulking isn't there. Okay, so we need to fill it up. Like you get on, you know, your fan's making this little noise. You do this, you know, you'd pay attention to things a little bit yeah. more. And um, and then you're like, oh, we got to call the bug guy. Oh, we got to call this guy. So anyways, it's just kind of being aware. Yeah, and you know, and it's funny because I can tell you how to be healthy, <laughs> but I won't do it, right? And as real estate agents, we're often telling people how to keep their house healthy, uh-huh. right? And then, you know, look at our own homes and are we doing it, right? Yeah. I would say, you know, if you start at the head. So the thing about your, your roof and your gutter system is if you don't get the leaves out of your gutters, what happens is water begins to build up and moisture builds up and it begins to get in through the you know the eaves of your home and a lot of times when inspectors are doing um roof inspection you know they're in the attic looking at you know the rafters and everything Mm -hmm. else they'll see discoloration on the wood near the edges and that's really from moisture coming in because the gutters are full so that's one of the things to do is to blow off the roof get the limbs and the leaves and everything else off of your roof and then clean those gutters and it depends on where you live and what kind of trees you have we actually have a big oak tree that is over our house so literally you know scheduling gutter cleaning every two months is probably what we should do with that yeah we don't we only have a couple palm trees in the front we don't have any trees around but for for us um so let me rephrase that we have some other trees that Dwayne has planted that like to grow and touch the roof well mm-hmm. that drives me nuts because long time ago a bug guy said hey if anything touches it that's a way for them to get up there yeah. and then I always think when there's ants in the house oh it's because of those trees yeah so we try to keep them trimmed but it's also a good idea just to get on top of your roof mm-hmm. right for instance our neighbor we had a bad storm and I could see the shingle came off well, I hadn't seen her hadn't seen her hadn't seen her and then I just kind of forgot about it because I was like gonna tell her and she said yeah my husband went on the roof I she forgets for what reason and found the shingle you know those things like that you just don't think about that could potentially cause a big problem yeah, they could and you got to be really careful I mean walking on a roof if you know if you're older or have knee problems or something like that i mean it could be really dangerous so there are companies who actually do that they clean your gutters and that might be something that you can schedule um but yeah keeping the debris off of the yeah. roof watching for those loose shingles yeah. um keeping everything maintained up there the other thing to watch when you're on the roof uh is if you have a chimney, those are usually wood or stucco. And if you begin to have leaks or breaks around that, because you know stucco needs to be painted mm-hmm. pretty often, you're gonna have water that's seeping in through that. It'll get down into the, the chimney itself and you can have a real mess. So keeping an eye on the head of your house mm-hmm. is important. Yeah. yeah. So the body. That, the skin. That's fun. <laughs> So just like when you age, you know, you got to take care of them wrinkles. You really have to watch your house closely. Here in Florida, stucco is one of the most popular exterior uh, substances of stucco, which is kind of like concrete. And it's very common. Actually, it's going to happen. You will have hairline cracks in the stucco. 
And what happens if you don't maintain those? Well, if you don't maintain them and they get too big, too wide, I don't know, um, water will get in there. Yeah. And with all the rain that we have, it's pretty... I mean, I would count on water getting in there. Yeah. So, you know, and then that can cause a whole, all, all sorts of other issues with mold and... Well, I know wood. that when water gets into those cracks, it can actually eventually break the seal between the mm-hmm. stucco and the bonding, whatever is there. Who knows? And then you can kind of see, if you drive by houses and you see ripples and, you know, there's a lot of water yeah. in there that's... I don't know if it stays in there, you know, but... Have you ever seen a house? I've saw one my whole career where you would touch it and you could feel the liquid. Yeah, that's not good. Mm-mm. Yeah, so there, you know, you basically with a stucco home, you should walk around the house maybe once a year. Mm-hmm. You know, pick a time of year and kind of walk around the house. And there's like some clear silicone stuff that you can get, you know, at any uh, home improvement store that you can walk around and kind of fill in those little hairline yep. cracks. And you can tell a difference between a major crack that could be a foundation issue or just these little uh, stress crackings that you'll see Mm -hmm. that are very normal. So they're nothing to panic about. But because of the heavy sun that we get on stucco, unless you buy, what's that really expensive paint? Rhino something? Like Rhino Liner? I don't know. That's the paint you were talking about. So that paint is, I don't know the actual name of it, but it's... um, it's a like Teflon sort of paint mm-hmm. where it's heat resistant, water resistant. It, they're say they say it doesn't crack. Yeah. I don't actually know all that. I haven't seen a house with it. Right. Um, that's that's. I think it's like a tef. There's some kind of Teflon. And in it's there. supposed to last how long? Fifteen years or something like that. Fifteen twenty years. Okay. Because I I think for regular stucco, regular exterior paint, if you just get your house painted and you don't buy some special fancy dancy paint, five years. You know, yeah. it's about ten years. See, in my house, so yeah, my house is about six and a half, and we need to get it painted. But and let me jump back to that mm-hmm. because this is a good point, and it has to do with exterior and and interior of new construction homes. Mm-hmm. So when Selena and I go to a new construction home, um, you know, it's brand new. That's why they somebody bought it, because it's brand new, you know, new paint, new everything. Mm-hmm. But what we like to tell people is treat it like a base coat, mm-hmm. because the interior and exterior paint that builders use is not good, right? It's a flat paint. So if you're in your kitchens or any wet areas or places that's heavy traffic, you need at least a semi-gloss, yeah. something that you can wipe you know, with a rag. If you wipe flat paint with a rag, you're just gonna take the paint away. And the exterior paint is of low quality too on these new construction homes. So I can see why in that case. Yeah, so for, and they they also say like, if you put your hand up on the stucco and it comes back chalky, it's time to paint. Well, you know, we're kind of having that in certain spots. Mm -hmm. And it's the spot by the garage where the sun really hits it during the day, the the hottest time. Yeah. You know. but yeah, I mean the paint's not lasting. Pretty much our whole neighborhood is just starting. A lot of people are starting to repaint. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sure. Sure too. So taking care of that stucco painting or planning to paint or budgeting to paint at mm-hmm. least, you know, every ten years or so is really important. Watching those little hairline cracks in your stucco, keep those sealed up every year is important. And now before we go kind of too far into the inside, there's another thing that's pretty common in our area and that is infestations into mm-hmm. an attic. You had mentioned about the tree. Yeah. 
against the roof. So mm -hmm. a lot of things that a lot of times we find on inspections, the uh, inspectors will come down and tell us they found evidence of, you know, rats Rat or squirrels. Yeah. You know, they'll either, if it's really bad, they'll actually smell the urine uh, in the. Um, they'll they'll they'll. I keep hitting that. I know. <laughs> the, <laughs> they'll burrow in the insulation in some areas, uh -huh. um, or if there's a lot of them, they'll pee. Uh -huh. And it just gets saturated up in the, um, not plywood, is it plywood? No. In the, up in the attic. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know, one of the things that I learned is that you can actually hire a pest control company mm -hmm. to come and they will literally go around your entire exterior of your home and find every possible access point. And these access points can be really small. Tiny. I mean, you're, you imagine a rat or a squirrel. I mean, the, the area of space yeah. they need to get through is just unreal. I don't think it'll like collapse their bone structure no. or something. But, you know, that's another thing is to keep an eye on your attic because what these um, rats and squirrels can do when they're up there, besides pooping and peeing all over your insulation and stuff, is they can actually chew on your ducts, and that can cause a lot of problems. For one, obviously, you'll have air escaping into your attic that should be coming out through your house, your air conditioning vents, or it could be it create some kind of moisture dripping where it you can actually have a damage to your ceiling in your house because moisture is condensating up there on the ducts as, as well. I've heard that happen. Another thing, so it's common in my area, Apollo Beach Ruskin area, is our bats. Oh yeah. Um, so along with the rodents, you can have bat issues, which is kind of the same thing. So we had a um, client that was closing on a house in Apollo Beach. Nice house, but had a really bad bat problem. So the 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 um, exterminator, I guess you'd call him, he put a bat eviction notice out, and it was pretty <laughs> funny. But they go in there, they evict them, they come back a couple times, they seal up all the holes, and um, they sanitize. Yes. Because if you ever walk into a house with a bat problem, you will smell it right away. Yeah. It's similar to pee, like cat urine, but it's more pungent and like... Now that I know the smell, uh -huh. I'll never forget it. I'll be darned. Mm -hmm. I'll be darned. So those yeah. are your, your... So you can think of your bats, your rats, your squirrels as all the negative thoughts in your brain. <laughs> Clear those suckers oh, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're comparing to hell. That's true. Yes. Uh, <laughs> See? <laughs> and then uh, moving on into the home, right? So, you know, inside your house... Selena mentioned you're going to have places where caulking is going to erode, mm -hmm. right? So that's one of the things we Calming. see often. Yeah. You know, is is that's you got to take care of that around your tubs, around your sinks and different places like that. You'll see that start to crack and just degrade. Yeah, and you know, we'll we'll go back to the new construction. You know, it's just a very thin layer that they put. So I found within the first year I was having to go through. Mm -hmm. And now in in I know it's silly, but you put a fresh layer of caulk around something and it just looks so much better. Yeah, kind of like my eye cream. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right? I mean, just get a little filler here, there's your caulk <laughs> It's true, I mean, there's just little things inside your home that you have to watch out for, you know, a carpet. Mm -hmm. Your furniture even. Yeah. I mean, sometimes, you know, it might be healthy to just go ahead and hire someone like Stanley Steamer to come in and like really clean it because we can vacuum all day long, but are you really getting everything out? Or Salbatiglieri. Salbatiglieri. 
A shout out, Sal. Yes, yes. <laughs> what was what would he do if you hired him? What does he do? So he does carpet cleaner cleaning. He does upholstery. He does tile. Mm-hmm. He does all that. And um, he has this special machine. If I'm not mistaken, that the water gets hotter than like if you were just to call Stanley Steamer. Oh. Um, and he uses a special kind of sanitizer. So cool. Yes, yeah. Yeah. So plumbing and electrical. So plumbing, you can equate that to like your digestive system, yes, right? Yes. So I've recently started taking magnesium in a probiotic, mm-hmm. you know, to, and I swear that probiotic is just the miracle. You have, you know, a lot of people have digestive problems mm-hmm. and if you just don't take care of it, it you builds up, you might have a stomach ache, you're like, oh, I'll be fine, but builds up, builds up. And then you have a real issue. Same with your plumbing. Yes. So yes. you have to, you know, listen to your pipes. If you're noticing a toilet running funny or that something's not draining correctly, you know, don't just throw Drano down it. I know that's the easy fix yeah. and sometimes that's maybe all it needs, mm-hmm. but if it continues, get a professional out there. Yeah. And get it taken care of. And it could be nothing. And you might have to spend a little bit of money. But I think peace of mind is better than that. Because one thing you don't want, especially if you're in a two-story, you know, it doesn't even matter if it's one story. You don't want any leaks. You don't want a plumbing issue. Yes. that's It's costly, super expensive if you don't try to get ahead of it. That's true. So. That's true. And for those folks who live in a neighborhood where you have septic and well, oh, yeah. You know, there's some specialty things that you should do. You know, if you have a septic system, they don't have, they don't take a lot of maintenance. People are sometimes very scared of them, right? But with a septic system, you just have to be very mindful of what you're putting down your drain. Mm -hmm. So even though you have a garbage disposal, you might, it's going to be kind of limited what you're putting down there. You know, in the toilet, you're going to be very careful about what you put in the, you know, just toilet paper only, right? You wouldn't put anything else mm-hmm. down in the septic system. And then getting it pumped maybe every three to five years, unless you're, you have some kind of heavy stress on your septic system. Meaning, say it's just two people who live in the house and that's all that's lived there for mm-hmm. three or four years, right? And then all of a sudden you're, you move in your parents and your kid comes back home from college and their friend is gonna stay as well. Anyway, if when you automatically or, or immediately have this large stress on your septic system, that could cause an issue. Mm. So you might want to get it, you know, get it pumped before you have a life change at mm-hmm. your home like that. As far as a well is concerned, you know, most of the time, I think with a well, you're going to need a water softener system or maybe a chlorinating system because you, depending on, you know, what aquifer you're in or whatever, you might have um, some like a sulfur smell or mm-hmm can be an odor to your water, you know, that you'll need to have a chlorinator system to help with that. But um, with the septic, flushing the lines is also important. Oh, okay. So there's, and I don't know if this is, this may not just be for septic, it could be for any um, plumbing system, septics, you know, a sanitation system, where the pipe between, let's say your house and the street, if it's a public, um, septic mm-hmm. or public sewer, Scott, sorry, that pipe can get clogged up. Sometimes that has to be So pushed. who, so a company does that? Yeah. Yeah. I know we have a drain that runs from our house to the street and once a week or so you see the water out there and I don't know if that's for the house or the irrigation, I thought it was irrigation at first because it was just um, like, it looked like irrigation piping. Well, it wouldn't be your sewer water. Oh yeah, that that's true. <laughs> That's true. That would be disgusting. <laughs> that would be nasty. <laughs> um, 
Um, <laughs> I didn't think about that. <laughs> oh, but there is the, um, you know, the little white thing that's outside of new construction. Well, any home, but yeah, they yeah. pointed out at new construction. That's a place where you can unscrew and check to see oh, if you have any yeah. blockers there. Yeah. If you have, you know, some backing up in the house. Another good thing to do is to drain your water heater. And I think that one gets forgotten a lot. I mean, I know I forgot it. And um, this last year, I'm like, we got to do the water heater. We haven't done it. Now, why would you have to drain that? So they said that something to gets the sediment out. Oh. Because so you, t- you attach the hose to the bottom little mm-hmm. spigot that they have, and you drain it. And it might take a little bit to, you know, refill and everything, but it helps with any sediment and getting all that gunk out. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So you can increase the life of your mm-hmm. water, water heater. heater. You know, inspectors will tell you, and this has to go with the body as well, They'll tell you that the uh, life expectancy of, say, an AC unit is 10 years, Mm -hmm. but they've seen them last 20 years. It's really all about how a person takes care of that system, right? I mean, if you could have a brand new air conditioning system and if you don't change your filters and you don't clean it out with the vinegar Mm -hmm. uh, or the bleach that they tell you to, I mean, it's not going to last as long as if somebody who is doing that. Yeah, so, and that's a good point we were talking about because in a lot of people that move here, that are from other states don't realize how often, every 30 days you should change your filter. We do need to put, I do a cup of vinegar and then a cup of hot water mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. to clean out that pipe so none of the algae and gunky stuff builds up. But a lot of people don't know that. They don't. And they'll say, nobody told me that. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then, yeah. So, you know, you couldn't have an AC system that appears to be old. Well, you know, 12 years old, uh-huh. but it's running like a charm because somebody really maintained Cleans it well. It. And there's companies here. There are so many air conditioning companies, mm-hmm. like air conditioning companies and landscapers. Yeah, right. A lot. But because um, we need them, mm-hmm. there's not a person who doesn't need an air conditioning company or a landscaper. Yep. So the air conditioning companies actually have a service plan that you can buy. You pay a very small amount monthly, yep. and they'll come out twice a year and really clean out the system. You know, flush it out, clean it out, inspect it, make sure everything is okay. Yep. But they will always remind you, as do the inspectors, to change those filters every month. And one of the pointers that I give people is, be, you know, you could set up on Amazon, for example, an automatic mm-hmm. shipment, right? So once a month on an automatic shipment, have the filters come that's into your, your house. That's your reminder. And then you'll remember to get them done. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. I have it set up on my thermostat. Yeah. So as I walk by, I'll see it and I'm like, oh, okay. Time to do mm-hmm. the filters. Yeah. Yeah. So, it, but that's uh, to me one of the most important things here in Florida. Mm-hmm. You know, it's all important. Don't get me sure. wrong. But sure. the AC, because you do not want to be without <laughs> AC in July. That's true. Because <laughs> it's going to take them a week and a half to two weeks to get to you or to fix it because it happened to me mm-hmm. and it was miserable. And let's jump off, not off topic, but just to talk about what could happen. Mm-hmm. So if you have a home here in Florida and it's summertime and your air conditioning system is out. So let's imagine a house that maybe is a foreclosure. Okay. Mm-hmm. Nobody lives there. It's middle of summer and there's no power to the house or no air conditioning into the house. Because we have such high humidity, guess what happens? Mold. Yeah, it just grows like wildfire. Yeah. 
kind of like facial hair. Yeah, you know, it's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so you got to maintain that, you know, not only for your comfort, but the air conditioner is part of a healthy house mm-hmm. system. You want to make sure that you have that circulating air yep. inside your home. Mm-hmm. Yep. And even some people use dehumidifiers. Yeah, that's true. You know, we do. I mean, we, we have do. a great air conditioning system. It's not that old, but mm-hmm. we still throw out the dehumidifiers mm-hmm. and you would be shocked how quickly that bucket is full of water. Yeah, it's just amazing. I can't believe it. And then you go water your plants with it. Yeah. Do you, so it just helps you with the humidity inside? Yeah, yeah. It really helps a lot. Like, you know, and the, the new air conditioning systems have a dehumidifier um, aspect to them. Mm-hmm. They do dehumidify, but even in our home, yeah. we still use the extra dehumidifiers and it just pulls the moisture out of the air. All right. Nice. Okay. So uh, plumbing, major, major component of a home. Air conditioning, major, major component of a home. Electrical. Mm, Major. So electrical doesn't tend to need that much maintenance. Yeah, I mean, unless there's something wired weird inside, I don't, you know, or you're buying a really old bungalow. Yeah. You know, that has like cloth wiring or something crazy in it. There's not too much, I mean, I always just, uh, I'm always, if something flickers, check the breaker box. <laughs> like, I don't know. I just know who I am. <laughs> so, you know, what's really nice and will help you in, in the long run, especially if you're in a pinch and something goes out and you're looking for a mm-hmm. flipped breaker is, you know, inside your electrical panel that tends to be in the garage, there's a place where you can mark which, what each breaker mm-hmm. is for. If those are marked and you need to run to the breaker box to, you know, mm-hmm. see something, um, you can see, you don't want to accidentally turn off your fridge or something yeah. like that if you don't want, you know, don't need, need to. to, or turn something off that's going to reset all kinds of yep. electronics or Ugh. whatever. So get inside that panel box of your electrical panel and go ahead and spend the spend the day going through and figuring out what each fuse is attached mm-hmm. to. I think that's really that's important. helpful. Yeah, very. I think it saves a lot of marriages. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, inspections. So when you're having an inspection, what's one of the most common things that we see in regard to electrical on inspection? Um, well, outlets not working. Mm-hmm. I mean, or, G- or there's no GFCI in a kitchen or in a bathroom. Yeah. Those, I would say, would be the common. Which the GFCI is a ground fault circuit interrupter, mm-hmm. right? So it's a special kind of plug that is meant to trip. If uh, something happens, you know, so you need to have them buy water. Mm-hmm. And in a 50, 60 year old home, that might not be the case because that wasn't a criteria then. Now it's actually a building code. Um, so it has to be done. So any new home that you see, yeah. probably it, 30 years or newer, yeah. I think that's a pretty old code. You know what though? I, um, the condo that just sold, that one was in the. Well, I guess so. It was 89. Mm-hmm. That didn't have GFCIs. But it's not that expensive of a fix. It's not. It's, it's, pretty, it's pretty cheap. cheap. Yeah. I think, is it like 10, 15 bucks? Yeah. Maybe a little bit. Maybe 20. I don't even know. If, if you're doing much. it yourself. If you do it yourself, yeah. Mm-hmm. If you hire somebody, it's going to be a little bit more expensive. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. it's not It's not too expensive to, to do. Yeah. So electrical, plumbing, mm-hmm. AC. Mm-hmm. We talked about getting your couch clean, which kind of isn't your house. <laughs> it's like doing a detox for your liver. <laughs> and uh, can you think of anything else inside a home inside. Like compared to the body? No, I mean, other than just regular maintenance, like cleaning maintenance mm-hmm. or, you know, um, 
cocky and all. We already covered everything, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, yeah. Can't really think of anything else. Any cleaning uh, um, tricks that you know of? I got a couple. Um, well, so we have two dogs, and um, I use hydrogen peroxide for everything to like get stains out. Yeah, and I just feel like that's like the miracle. It doesn't hurt carpet color. No, it, it hasn't hurt mine. Yeah, I pour it on there, scrub, 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 and poof. really, that's mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah, okay. it gets blood out, wine out, Guinness. <laughs> um, <laughs> those are not from the dogs. <laughs> But, um, yeah, blood, all that stuff. It's I love that. That's kind of like my little thing. Oh, the other thing that I love for my bathrooms is Dawn and vinegar. Dawn dish soap and vinegar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I just put that in a... If you don't like the smell of vinegar, you'll hate this, but you just put it in there. I forget the portion. I can look it up and you... Sp- Spray it, and I just spray my bathroom when I get out of the shower. Like a, is it like use it like a shower to shower kind mm-hmm. of? You can. Mm-hmm. Okay, but then you can also use it as a regular cleaner if mm-hmm. you want. You just let it sit and scrub it off. Works great. Nice, nice, nice. So um, when I we were talking about grouting around your tub, so one of my favorite things if I'm in a pinch. Now it's not a long term fix, mm. but I take a bleach pen and actually just go around the tub where the caulking is and leave it. Like I don't, don't wipe it mm-hmm. away, just bleach pen that. And it works pretty good? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You know, one thing, so to kind of shift gears from the inside, if we talk about one thing that I think kind of shocks people when they get here is your lawn maintenance. Yes. And your all your landscaping that you have to take care of. So with the amount of rain that we get in the summer, your grass grows twice as fast mm-hmm. and you're like I literally was just out there so a lot of people I I know we I have one of you have one landscapers that come and cut our grass weekly so in the winter time when it's not so rainy it's usually every other week yeah but um, other than that my husband mainly handles our yard and he's always out there clipping and but one thing you have to do is you have to treat your your um, lawn for the lawn pest. Yes. Any of the grubs, all that, all that stuff, because we get weird funguses here. Mm-hmm. So if you have a lawn, your lawn guy is separate. So your guy that cuts the grass is separate from your guy who treats your grass. Yes. So those are two expenses. Yes. And the lawn guy treating the grass is separate from the pest control treating right, the house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, it, going back to buying a home mm-hmm. is so that you have to budget all this stuff in, right? Yeah. But that's true. I mean, so the lawn is kind of like your hair mm-hmm. and your nails, maybe, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And, yeah. You treat it. You can put your cuticle oil, <laughs> all that fun stuff. And when you don't do it, you notice it, mm-hmm. right? You've got a weird fungus growing on your <laughs> nail. Right? Those are all things that can happen to you. <laughs> <laughs> but everything needs maintenance from yeah. your body to your house. Every single thing needs maintenance. You know, one of the things that I think gets skipped a lot too, and this is for a new construction tip as well. When you buy a home that has granite, they have not sealed that granite. That's right. Okay, they have not sealed that granite. And here's what would happen. So your a kid comes in with their red Kool-Aid, they set it on there and they don't leave it there for a while, they're gonna stain your granite. Mm-hmm. So if you buy new construction, you're gonna need to hire someone or if you know how to do it yourself you to can, seal that. Yeah, you could do it yourself. So um, the most recent I've heard of somebody, a company coming to seal, depending on the size of your island, how many, how many like countertops and stuff you have and if you want the bathrooms done, it's probably gonna run you about 900 bucks. Yeah. And how often? Well, so this person told 
it was Chelsea, I think, every year. Every year? And I don't, I think that's insane. Yeah, I wouldn't do it every year because so, I haven't done it at all in my yeah. house and I've been there 10 years. And I just have a spray that I use so mm-hmm. I clear off the counters and I do that once a month mm-hmm. and it's 12 bucks for a can. And I haven't had really any. Okay. And there, ha- there are months where I'm, I forget. Yeah. I and I haven't had any issues. Yeah. So, I, but I don't have white. I just have like that regular brownish color granite. Yeah. Not the prettiest, but um, if I had white, I would. I might consider spending the money for a professional to do mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. So. Another thing about the outside, one thing you'll find if you're if you move here to Florida or live here in Florida is that exterior door that goes out, you know, usually out of your garage out into the yard or the side mm-hmm. of your house is always going to be rotted. The yeah. trim around the exterior is always going to be rotted. We see it on every house. Yeah, every it just inspection. Gets forgotten. It's pretty easy to fix. They just cut up as far as the rotted wood put new wood, Mm -hmm. sand it, seal it, and paint it, Mm -hmm. right? But that's something I think probably has to be done every year or two. I would think so. Mm -hmm. You know, another issue that a lot of people have is their irrigation system. Yeah. So, and, and there's a, it can be costly to fix it, but a simple YouTube video and you'll realize it's not that hard to fix them yourself. They're pretty easy. The heads. The heads. But Mm -hmm. like, um. So we had a pipe burst in between on the, and you know, Dwayne dug up a hole, cut it, glued it back together, and it was done. Yeah. And it was an easy fix yeah. where somebody else had it happen and it was like a couple hundred dollars mm-hmm. for them to fix it. Now the heads, I'm constantly running over one head on our driveway when I back up. Yeah. So we always have, always have extra heads on hand. Yeah. Just grab five or six, put them in there because you're going to need them. Mm-hmm. I would... Because you want your lawn to look pretty, I would I would try to keep up the maintenance on your irrigation system so it's always working. Yes. Because um, if it's not, what's going to happen is if you're running at two o'clock or three o'clock in the morning, like most people do, you're not going to see what's happening, and you could literally just be throwing money out the window. Because if something's popped, there's just flooding out. Flooding. Yeah. It's and like you're going to get your bill, and you're yeah. going to say, "Oh, my my water bill went up thirty dollars. Mm-hmm. What happened?" You know first thing to check I would be I would check irrigation that's true that's true mm-hmm. okay so taking care of your body is just like taking care of your house think of it as a body you got your mm-hmm. head which is the roof and the attic you've got your skin your exterior which is the you know the paint mm-hmm. uh, the, the wood on the fascia and those types of things oh we didn't talk about windows which are the eyes So windows, you know, they also have seals around them. You can watch for that. And you'll know if you have double-paned windows and it's broken a seal on Mm -hmm. the inside, it'll get kind of foggy, like cloudy on the inside. Um, Maintaining the locks. The rods. The rods always seem to be an issue. Mm -hmm. Cleaning your windows. Cleaning this down here. What is this sill? The window sill? Yeah. And then making sure that those that's always cleaned out will help. And the thing about that is, is you got to think of it also as a safety issue. Mm-hmm. I know when windows come up on home inspections for our buyer, that's the way I look at it. If those rods are busted or a lock is busted, what if there's a fire and you need to get out of the house and mm-hmm. you cannot open that window or it won't stay open and some, you yep. know, you could hurt yourself trying to get out or something mm-hmm. like that. So, you know, keeping those windows it's not only just for aesthetics or for the window purpose, but also it's a safety issue. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Okay. All right. So we hope that 
you will take care of yourself and your home. If you ever have any questions about uh, maintenance issues or things like that that you should be doing on your home on a regular basis, reach out to us because we'd be happy to share a good planner on yeah. um, ways to take care of those things. Yeah, uh, we've had plenty of trial and errors, so we're a little knowledgeable on that. And maybe by the time we get to season two, we'll shut up. That wraps it up for season one of Shit Gets Real. It's been really fun, you guys, and we've learned a lot, and things will only get better. Um, So stay tuned for season two, uh, probably a couple weeks out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We might look different. You never know. But we can't wait to see you when we see you.